Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Randy. Hi, I'm Gabe. Uh, so Wendy Davis is in town. She is. You went to breakfast? I did. I went to breakfast. Annie actually saw her last night in Akron. I saw pictures from that. So she did yeah. some events up in Northeast Ohio yesterday. She's in Columbus today. Did breakfast um, with them this morning. And then she's doing a free lunch for folks this afternoon. She was amazing. It's one of those things where, like, you know... And she's just a regular person and everything else, but she did all these fabulous, amazing things. And so it's really cool to see her and all those things. But like, you just get taken back to that moment, you know, like her filibuster was like three days before the final vote on our budget that started us cascading down as well. And it really kind of took all the thunder out of all the stuff we were doing. Um, But I stayed up way too late (laughs) watching that, that you know, because, you know, it was midnight texas time Mm -hmm. so one o'clock in the morning was the cutoff here and so you know from midnight to 1 a.m i'm like laying in bed partner next to me dead asleep you know listening on my ipad to the live stream and you know they start calling the question like with like four minutes to go and you're like fuck she she did this like she was almost there and and then you hear the crowd yeah, the balcony starts screaming. Yeah, the crowd was what yeah. took her over the edge and in that yeah. whole thing. It was them screaming so loud that they couldn't call the vote. They couldn't hear a voice vote, and they didn't have any way to, like, push a button and vote and those kinds of things. So, I mean, it was the crowd screaming. And, you know, it was funny watching Twitter, too. Everybody's like, what's going on? What's happening? What, did, they try, did they do it? Did they not do it? Because you couldn't tell from the live stream what was really happening in that room. And then, of course, they cut it. So you really had no idea. So remember the next hour, like just refreshing Twitter constantly, 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 like what happened? What happened? What happened? So it was really cool to see that and to hear the parallels between Ohio and Texas and mm-hmm. how all these things happened. I think the funny, the the line that got the most applause this morning was, you know, Ohio and Texas have a lot in common. You know, both of our governors fancied themselves as president <laughs> and women in that process got screwed. Right. Yeah. Um, it didn't work out very well for Rick Perry or for mm-hmm. <laughs> John Kasich, but... It definitely didn't work out well for the women of either one of those states. So it was cool to see her come in and, you know, rally the troops and hopefully we'll kick some butt this this fall in the elections. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was exciting. Uh, also this week, uh, the Supreme Court uh, has sent back the, not the case from Texas, this no. is the other Supreme Court case. There's two that we've been watching. Mm-hmm. One is the whole woman's health, the case out of Texas. Yeah. The other one that gets less attention, uh, is this Zubik case on contraception, mm-hmm. the Obamacare mandate saying, you know, hey, contraception is healthcare. You, gotta, uh, you, know, you need to cover this. It was sent back by this eight and eight, you know, a four to four, mm-hmm. eight member court saying, mm-hmm. hey, we can't come to a decision. We're not going to uh, just leave it as a split decision. They sent it back to the lower courts for more investigation. Um. What do they need to investigate? I have no idea. I don't get whether I mean, or not contraception is actually healthcare. <laughs> why don't they ask some doctors? 
Right. Why do people never who want to do these things never ask the people who actually do the thing? <laughs> well, and this this one's even weirder because you know we've had Hobby Lobby and we've had all those cases where they said that the logistics exemptions have to ex- exist and those kinds of things. But this one's even weirder. So this is the Little Sisters of the Poor. It's a nun group that are saying that it violates their religious freedoms to fill out a piece of paper that says they want to be exempt. So like Obama created a way for them not to cover birth control. And they're saying even signing that piece of paper is too much. Oh my God. Like... <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I don't have nothing to say to them. Yeah. No. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Signing the freaking piece of paper yeah. is too much. Mm-hmm. And you still don't have to cover it? Mm-hmm. It's a piece of paper telling the Obama administration you fall under these categories and therefore are exempt. Right. It's declaring that you're exempt and it's too much. They- Honey, if, if acknowledging things <laughs> that you don't agree with is too much for you, y'all need to le- go. Y'all need to leave the planet. Then. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Like, seriously. <laughs> you, did they know that sex exists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, 98% of, uh, 98%, 99% of all women, including the Catholic yes. women who yes. work for Catholic schools, uh-huh. who work for churches, use birth control. Yes. They're going to be using birth control whether or not this yes. private insurance pays for yes. it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's not going to stop them from using birth control. Yeah. Uh, so... The, <laughs> The objection, it makes no sense. Uh-huh. Um, I think for this case, though, the Supreme Court really wanted to send a message, hey, we're not at full strength here. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to issue four to four ties. And so I think they're doing this to sort of send a message. Mm-hmm. Listen, we need another Supreme yeah. Court, you know, justice yeah. to give us a full bench. Mm-hmm. And this was their way of making that very clear. We're going to start sending cases back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this just happens to be the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people were saying that if Scalia was still, you know, on the court, then it probably would have been a, you know, a loss on this one of a five to four loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's not in, you know, the Republican, uh, it's not in the Senate Republicans best interest to mm-hmm. continue stalling on Merrick Garland to, you know, at, at face value really does appear to be a kind of moderate guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like all, I mean, me personally, I feel that all the judges should be moderate only because it's the court. The court is supposed to be not partisan. Mm -hmm. And now we've gotten to a place where it's so obviously partisan. And that's not, I feel like that's not how it was supposed to Mm be, but we've turned it into that and that's not good. Yeah. It's, it's interesting too, because, you know, we stopped by, um, I was in DC last week and, um, stopped by Rob Portman's office just for fun. (laughs) Right. Um, didn't actually have a meeting. Um, Mallory and I walked out and we're like, I think the staffer had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, and he walked in the office like, I work for an abortion clinic. They were really <laughs> excited to see us. Um, and we, of course, asked and they're like, well, you know, of course he met with him and he thinks he's a nice guy, but, you know, he doesn't think this is the right Hold time. The mm-hmm. And they've lost already. I mean, so this is, you know, they probably would have won this case. They've already lost the school teacher union case out of California because they couldn't come to a decision. So the lower court ruling stood and right. that was in favor of the unions. Yeah. I mean, they're losing these cases because they're refusing 
to vote on this guy. Right. So, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It is. Um, okay, moving through our agenda, quick show today. Uh, there was the third hearing uh-huh. in the Senate on fetal tissue. Uh, this was for Senate Bill 254, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, and so uh, this, was, this was our chance to testify. Uh, Jamie, you spoke to the committee. Um, do you want to give a little synopsis of what you had to say and, and how do you sure. think that went? It was actually highly disappointing because I wrote testimony that I knew would piss them off, and then they like just sat there. Were there were no questions. There were no questions, and there weren't any questions for the proponents. It's like they're just yeah, they're you know. going through the motions on this. They don't really care, yeah. and it, that's the thing with all of these bills is you know they're a high right to life priority, and because Ohio right to life has a ridiculous amount of power in that building. They're going through the motions of passing these bills, but they're they're not doing it with any gusto or any feeling. Like they they know that they're doing stupid shit, right. but they feel beholden and they have to do yeah. it. And the this, lobbyist that we take orders from says that he yeah. wants this to happen, uh-huh. so we're going to make it happen. Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So that before they even took testimony, they actually changed, they introduced a substitute bill for right. this one. So the Senate Bill 254 started identical to House Bill 417. So House Bill 417 in the House got amended and a substitute bill and got changed pretty significantly. So they changed Senate Bill 254, and we, when we heard there was going to be a substitute bill, we figured it would be the same as the other one. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. So they you know, started with two bills that were identical, and now they're way, wildly different. Um, basically, every place where we said, huh, that's pretty unclear. It could be bad. They clarified and ensure it will be bad. So you know, they didn't make the bill any better, that's for sure. Shock. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Um, so, so, yeah, I testified. Um, I called them out on several things. One, they keep talking about how this is a woman's right to choose how the tissue is disposed of. Which she already has. Yeah, right. but she already has that right. And she actually has that right right now. Yeah. Under this bill, she'll be mandated to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And she will only be able to choose between burial and cremation. If she would prefer them to be incinerated, that's not an option for her anymore. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I point, had to point out that um, I'm pretty sure that most of the Republicans in the Ohio Senate don't actually believe that the Obamacare um, what they call mandate uh-huh. to buy health insurance from a government approved list of health insurers is a right to buy health insurance. And this bill is no different. It's saying you have to make a choice. You have to pick one of these two things and only the two things we approved. Um, it was hilarious though. We had um, our democratic members on the committee, of course, and um, Senator Kenny Yuko was sitting there cause he's the ranking member on the committee. And every time I made one of my really good points that I expected the Republicans to react to Senator Yuko was just like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he at least was paying attention and, and enjoyed it. So, yeah, so we had that. And then we had a rabbi, Rabbi Eric Woodward, come in and testify about it, this from the Jewish perspective, because in, the Jew- in several Jewish traditions, a fetus isn't a person until it takes its source of breath at birth. So forcing a Jewish woman to bury or cremate something that they don't actually believe is a person right. goes against their religious freedoms. Mm-hmm. So he's testified very well. And then, of course, all the Republicans decided to ask him questions. Of course. And if there's something that is, like, sacred in rabbinic tradition, it is, like, arguing and knowing Jewish law backwards and forward. <laughs> I mean, if you are a rabbi, you are going to know Jewish law backwards and forward. So both Senator Burke and Senator Coley tried to challenge the rabbi on his logic and Jewish law and he crushed both of them. They kept asking questions and I was like you just got whacked over the head. You're really going to go at this again and try to say you're wrong. 
So yeah, he did, he did a fabulous job and really um, pounding home how this was an attack on religious freedom. You know, we we talked about the little sisters of the poor. This is an actual attack on religious freedom. You're forcing somebody with a religious tradition to do something that is completely and totally against their right. traditions and laws. Yes. Unlike filling out a pace paper and telling the Obama administration you don't like birth control. So um, we'll see what happens. They accepted the substitute bill, but like I said, it's completely different from the House one. So they're going to have to work out their differences. We still haven't seen a vote on any right. of the House bills yet. Um, we're kind of expecting that maybe next week. They had 23 bills on the floor yesterday, so they just didn't have time for us yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it happens next week. And They keep saying they're going to be out by June, so we might run the clock out on this. I just don't know. It's anybody's guess at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it just <laughs> blows my mind that at no point in time have they shown any sort of effort or interest in hearing from somebody Mm -mm. that actually, you know, is employed in the industry that handles medical waste. You know, every single hospital in the state Mm -hmm. deals with medical waste. Nobody is testifying on this bill. Do they even have an interested party meeting with any of them? I have no idea. Probably not. Probably not, yeah. Regulating an industry but not bringing anyone in to talk about you know, the current practices, the current procedures, what the bill would mean. It's it's the same thing they did with defunding. Yeah. You know, they're not taking these suggestions seriously. No, Mm-mm. not at all. And they're not bringing in people to actually talk to the committee in the yeah. legislative process about what's the impact of the mm-hmm. proposed legislation. Yeah. It drives me insane. Yeah. I don't get well, it. Well, I mean, they don't care because none of this will actually affect them directly. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, they right. don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, so the, the, it's the funny thing that happened this week, um, in the, the national race, um, you know, all these campaigns for president keep going on, um, and on and on and on and on and on. And on yeah. So, you know, Hillary won Kentucky, Bernie won Oregon, uh, and everyone's like, oh my God, is this still happening? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yes, yes it is. But the the new focus on Donald Trump and you know i i think the the way the media is looking at him has totally shifted from you know circus sideshow to oh now we got to actually treat this guy as the republican <laughs> uh-huh. nominee yeah um and so you know they've started looking at his policies i think mm-hmm. we've talked before about his, his statements on the economy mm-hmm. um they were looking at his short list of supreme court nominees and just kind of shocked at uh-huh. you know the judges that that his handlers handed him a list of and he was reading and you know the whole thing is just a mess uh and so he he got some help from his wife uh Melania <laughs> Um, oh, who's trying to help? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She did her best. She's trying to respond to all of these claims that he's like the worst human being in the world, and she said he's not Hitler. <laughs> and I mean, just right. that three-word <laughs> okay. phrase. I love it because you can put emphasis on any one of those words and get a totally different sentence, and mm-hmm. they all are just hilarious. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just when that's what you have to say to defend your spouse, right? Girl, He's not, not Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of bad people who are not Hitler. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 
it doesn't put it out of the realm of possibility that he's still a disgusting human being. Yeah. Um, and not, none of the Nazi soldiers were Hitler, but no. they were still doing the work. I mean, come on. Yeah. He's not Hitler, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not smart enough to be the actual mastermind be all of this, but yeah. he's still, you know, one of the people who agrees with, you know, that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still is... I mean, he's still racist. He's still xenophobic. He's still sexist. I mean, he's still all of those things. <laughs> so, okay. But he's not he's Hitler. He's not Hitler. Hitler. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I know. I know she's probably wishing right now, like, why did you do this? Why did you do this to me running for office? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, just... I'm sure more more than Melania Trump, you know, more people than her are saying that. You know, mm-hmm. Rince Priebus lately has been just like, well, we're, we're going to do our best. Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's what trying. we got. <sighs> yeah. Um, They're cool. idiots to get behind him. Like, they think that's what's going to help them in the end, that they think that that's what's going to get them where they want to go. We're going towards a majority-minority country. Like, getting behind Donald Trump is not where you want to go. Like, what are you thinking for the long run? Like, I just, it's like on a political level of, like, wanting to win and wanting to, like, bring in more people, like, for the future, it just seems that... They've learned nothing, Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. And, okay, this guy came, you know, he's gotten these votes, so now we're just going to be like, okay, well, we'll get behind him, even though, like, he called, I mean, John McCain, he's like, he talked about you getting captured, and now you're going to go and support him? (laughs) Right. Do you, I mean, come on, like, who does that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. I yeah. really don't. Colbert last night was talking about how like the most recent polls said that eighty seven percent of Republicans were actually now behind Trump, that they've unified behind Trump. And um uh-huh. he was talking about how the you know, the number has increased over the last couple of weeks as, you know, the campaigns of other people had um winded down and, and then the sort of questions started asking, you know, being asked. Is there anybody, anybody, anybody else anywhere that, that, that can, and did we look under the couch cushions? Did we, <laughs> have we are, are we really, 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 really stuck with this guy? Well, okay. And then of course the other 13% were standing on the edge of, the, of a very tall building, you know, threatening to, Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, ugh. I just can't imagine. Mm-mm. Well, and today, like he, well, last night even, so depending on when you're watching this, a plane crashed somewhere on its way to Egypt. Right. Mm-hmm. And he immediately tweeted, oh, it was terrorism. I'm like, you do know that if America has a stroke and actually elects you president, like, you you can't just, like, say shit you think. You've got to wait until actual proof and evidence exists. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be that, but it right. could have been a mechanical error or lightning or God knows what else. I mean, a plane right. fell out of the sky from 30, mm-hmm. 37,000 feet. Like, there yeah. are a whole bunch of things that it could be. But yeah. now Donald Trump's sitting there like, oh, you know, it's yeah. terrorism. They should, these people in Europe need to learn to stop taking Syrian refugees was, was his message yeah. from right. this immediately. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's a point where the, the, uh, the nominees of the, you know, Democratic and Republican Party start getting official briefings yeah, from, you know, is. the CIA uh, every single morning because... Yes. Whoever ends up getting the job, they need them to have some understanding of what's going on. And so to be given that sort of um, 
you know, responsibility to someone to have, Hey, we're going to start showing you classified documents. You need to start being able to process mm-hmm. these things to the guy who jumps on Twitter and says, <laughs> Oh, er, terrorism. No, oh. it's, yeah. it's just really, really scary. yeah, it's frightening. It's, it's difficult to comprehend. So yeah. <laughs> get out and vote for anybody but Trump. Yes, yep. exactly. I, I'm like, he, he's one thing. All the people who actually think he would make a good leader, like, what, 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 what's going on? What are you thinking? I, I Did honestly you want to know what are you thinking. Right. Yes. That is all. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay, so um, moving on with what we're doing in our office uh, this weekend, um, you can find Annie Kroll at the Hustler Street Fair. It is at University Circle uh, up in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be out there um, canvassing folks, gathering petitions. Um, uh, also this weekend is our microphone training. Um, we've talked about that on past uh, mm-hmm. podcast episodes. Uh, we're getting together folks to train them on uh, effective letter to the editors Um just do some media training and make sure people are educated on exactly what sort of uh, threats to reproductive rights we're facing here in Ohio. Um, That training is this Saturday, uh, but if you still want to participate in the program after this weekend, uh, you can go to uh, bit.ly slash microphone 2016. And then the weekend after that, it's coming up real quick, is uh, Dayton Pride. Yes. Dayton Pride. Um... The first weekend in June, June 4th. Also, then the third weekend is Cincinnati. Sorry, I'm getting them confused. Columbus Pride. And then the last weekend is Confess in Cincinnati. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, if folks want to um, help out with those, it's volunteer at ProChoiceOhio.org. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. So like we said, short show this week. Uh, we've got a lot going on. Um, see you back next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.